Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast, where mindset and marketing meet purpose, passion, and profits. I'm Bob Baker, and if you're a creative entrepreneur or someone who runs a heart-centered business, you're in the right place. To get a free collection of sample chapters from my books and audiobooks, just pay a quick visit to promoteyourcreativity.com. That's promoteyourcreativity.com. Now, enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome to part 15 of 30 Ways to Become an Empowered Artist. We're halfway there. We're only halfway there. Living on a prayer. But seriously, folks, this is going to be a good one because I'm going to be talking about the secret to making money in the arts. Have I got your interest? I hope so. But before I reveal that secret, I just got to give a quick plug for my first ever fan funding campaign for a book called The Empowered Artist. And as I've mentioned before, it's so much more than a book. This is actually a movement. It's a mission that I am on to inspire and empower creative people around the world. The book is just one part of that mission. I would love for you to be part of the launching pad, as it were, for this movement. And you can do that by clicking the link below this video or somewhere on the page where you can find out more about it. Especially if you're watching before July 2nd, uh, 2014. That's the final day of the current campaign. But after that, click the link anyway, because you can find out updates on where I am with that movement. But as always, I appreciate your help and your contribution in any way that you can do that. So the secret to making money in the arts. I'm going to start this off by sharing a little something that I've uh, talked about in my workshops over the years. And it's basically, I call this the four reasons that people create. Now, different people experience these four different reasons in different ways, but for the most part, I think this is the chronology that most people go through when they are inspired to express themselves in some creative way. So the first reason that we often play music or learn to write or do art or act or whatever is really for personal satisfaction. It's like you set a goal or you see somebody doing something and you think to yourself, well, that looks like it'd be fun. I would really enjoy doing that. So you set about writing the piece of poetry or learning to play the guitar. You take an acting class and you audition for a play and you get cast. And you achieve this initial little milestone and it feels good. Wow, I can play that song. Wow, I can string together a few sentences that actually sound good and people enjoy reading. I performed at the talent show and I didn't pass out. So this is a great sense of personal satisfaction. And with this first reason, the stimulus comes from within. You've set a goal and you feel good about yourself because you have accomplished this cool thing. And that's great. The second reason that I think people create is for recognition or credibility or validation. And this is the good feeling that comes when someone recognizes you after the show or after the performance. Somebody comes up to you and goes, great job. Or they go, hey, aren't you that guitar player that plays in the band? Or, hey, I read your article in the local paper. Awesome job. This feels good, too. It's validation and social acceptance. With this reason, you feel good about yourself, but the stimulus comes from outside. It's from another person recognizing you, and that makes you feel good too. So the first reason is for self-satisfaction. The second reason is for credibility or recognition. And then a turning point comes with reason number three is when you do your art for the benefit of others. 
This is a huge and monumental and important shift when you realize the way that your art touches people. And if you've been playing music or writing or doing art for any amount of time, somewhere along the line, someone, or hopefully many someones, have said to you how much something touched them. Wow, that song brought me to tears and reminded me of something that happened in my youth. Or I laughed so hard when I read your article or when I saw your play or your stand-up routine. Wearing that piece of clothing that you designed made me feel better than I've felt in years. Hopefully you've gotten that feedback from people and that is the key to your future success and it's also the key to you making money with your art. Because when you realize and you tap into and you promote this value that your craft has for other people, that's where your whole pursuit of creativity can get turbocharged. And then the fourth reason that people create is for money. This is when you ask for the sale and you create something and make it available to the public for a price. So you may have heard the phrase, uh, do what you love, the money will follow. It's actually the name of a popular book by uh, Marcia Sinatar. And it's a wonderful sentiment. Boy, if I just do what I love, the money will follow eventually. And often it does. However, that title or that sentence is lacking some additional information. Just because you love doing something, unfortunately, does not mean the money is always going to follow. Because to make money with the thing that you love doing, it has to be something that people are willing to pay for. It has to be positioned to them and presented to them in a way that makes it attractive and easy for them to pay you for it. So here's another way to look at this. To me, the secret to making money with your creativity is there needs to be an overlap of at least two different circles. One circle is what you're passionate about. It's what you're good at. It's what you're known for. That's one circle. You probably already know what that is, what that activity is. And the other circle is a need or a want in the world that people find valuable and are willing to pay for. Where is the overlap between those two things? Because although it is possible perhaps for someone to get paid for sitting on the couch and eating pizza and watching movies, maybe they write a funny blog or they become movie critics or something, but most likely no one's going to pay you to eat pizza and watch movies because it doesn't cater to a need in the world that people are willing to pay for. But if you can figure out what that overlap is and present it to them in the right way, then the money has a much better chance of flowing to you. And from my perspective, it's all centered around that benefit that you offer to people. How does your art touch people? How can you focus on that more and deliver more of that value in a way that people are willing to pay for it and support you in the process? So in upcoming videos, we'll get a little bit more into some of the structure of that. But I just had to lay out this big picture view of making money with your art just so you can wrap your brain around it. Because as I mentioned in an earlier video, you deserve to get paid. You have every right to make money from your craft, but you have to do it in a certain way to where you're tapping into the needs and the wants of a certain slice of the population that is willing to compensate you for that gift. Do you have any thoughts on these broad concepts related to the secret to making money in the arts? I would love to hear your comments. Or you could type them in the comment section wherever you can find it on this page here. Otherwise, I hope you found this video helpful, and I'd really appreciate it again if you would click the link to the Artist Empowerment Fan Funding Campaign. Check out the different ways that you can get involved and support this effort to inspire and empower creative people around the world. I'll be back with episode 16 tomorrow. Until then, this is Bob Baker saying so long for now.